Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of our Knowledge Group podcast where we take a forward look at what speakers intend to cover at upcoming Knowledge Group webcasts. So this time we're turning our attention to our upcoming August 20th event on Chapter 11 Bankruptcy Valuation Issues. We'll be demystifying some trends, taking a look at some updates, and of course, some implications of COVID-19. So as I mentioned, August 20th is our go-live day, 12pm Eastern Standard Time is our kickoff time, and we'll be joined by two panellists. Julia Sue will be leading us off, an associate at the Brattle Group. We'll also be hearing from Travis Keith, a principal at Value Incorporated. More information about our speakers will be found in the description box down below, along with some information on how to sign up for this webcast. You'll also find the code PODCAST25. When used at checkout, that'll get you 25% off that first webcast registration. So without further ado, let's turn things over to our speakers now. Hello, everyone. I am Julia Zhu from the Brado Group. Brado is an economic and financial consulting firm. We have been engaged as consulting and testifying experts in finance, energy, and regulatory matters by law firms, corporations, and governments around the world. I focus on our finance and litigation space. I specialize in complex transaction disputes involving business and securities valuations, particularly those in a restructuring, bankruptcy, or M&A context. On the webcast, I will be talking about some notable trends in bankruptcy filings this year, um, the impact of COVID-19 on the restructuring and bankruptcy industry, and some valuation issues in the current environment. The bankruptcy space was relatively quiet in the beginning of the year. Then since March, we have seen an increase in pace, which I think is likely to continue. I also think there may be a surge of bankruptcies in the coming months and maybe even years. So I'm going to share my observations about the trends of filing, such as volume, industry concentration, filing strategies, and other aspects. I will also talk about bankruptcy implications of the COVID-19 pandemic. In today's world, I feel like it's impossible to talk about the economy without talking about COVID because the impact is just so broad and so deep. From a bankruptcy perspective, starting as early as February, we have seen COVID-induced bankruptcy filings across industries. Um, in more recent time, more and more cases are also citing the pandemic as part of the events leading up to bankruptcy. Examples of that would include J.Crew, 24-Hour Fitness, and Hertz. Now, my one of the common themes that I noticed from these filings is that companies with pre-existing operational or financial issues are likely the first ones to fail, as those issues are much more exacerbated by the impact of COVID-19. We all know that the pandemic has been a shock to the economy, to the entire system. And I think it's important to understand the different ways in which this shock acts on the system, whether we're talking about supply chain disruptions, um, drastically reduced food traffic, or the, over, the overall economic slowdown, and what all those things mean for the bankruptcy industry. 
Then the last topic I will cover is the valuation challenges posed by the pandemic and the current economic environment. With everything that's going on, there is just an added layer of complication for valuation in the bankruptcy context because uncertainties are much more heightened in terms of financial projections and market volatility. Since valuation is such a critical element in any valuation case and affects so many aspects of the proceeding, so we're talking about things from planned feasibility to recoveries for various stakeholders. Um, I will share my thoughts on the challenges in valuation and how to address them. So these are the topics I will discuss, and I look forward to talking to you on the webcast. Thank you. My name is Travis Keith. I'm a principal at Value Incorporated, and I advise clients on valuation of assets, business interests, uh, operational and capital restructuring. I work on corporate mergers, forensic analysis, uh, business disputes. Um, sometimes that's in court, sometimes that's out of court. And my career began about 30 years ago in the uh, teeth of the 1980s uh, banking crisis in Texas. And so I spent the early part of my career uh, in a baptism by fire of uh, the, the creditors and the debtors that were involved there. And so uh, I have, have been working with uh, matters of insolvency and um, various types of disputes surrounding that ever since then. In my segment, we'll drill down into three somewhat specialized topics. And the first of those would be solvency opinions. And there are three ways to test uh, whether a company is solvent or insolvent. The first of those is the balance sheet test. And the question that you ask there is simply, are the liabilities worth more or less than the fair value of the assets? If they're worth more than the assets, then the company is insolvent. If they're worth less than the assets, then the company is solvent under that test. The second test there would be the cash flow test. And the question that that test seeks to answer is, will the debtor be able to repay its debts as they come due? The third test would be the capital adequacy test which asks, does the debtor have sufficient capital to fund its operations, bearing in mind reasonable fluctuations in business conditions? And so for operations, think payroll, accounts payable, capital expenditures, things of that nature. COVID-19 obviously can impact all three of these questions. And so it has deep and far-reaching influences into the question of solvency overall. And the second topic that I'll cover, specialty topic, would be avoidance actions. And here we're talking about preference payments and fraudulent conveyances, or I guess they're now known as voidable transactions. These are closely tied to the idea of insolvency I just mentioned. And with respect to preference payments, those would be payments to vendors within 90 days of the date of the bankruptcy petition filing. And those can be clawed back to the bankruptcy estate if they're shown to have been paid under circumstances that wouldn't be considered the ordinary course of business. So we'll get into a little bit about how that determination is made, whether or not something is paid in the ordinary course of business. And then with respect to fraudulent conveyances and voidable transactions, uh, 
probably the simplest example here might be the sale of a valuable asset for too low a price. And if such a transaction is determined to have taken place, either when the debtor was insolvent or if the transaction itself caused the debtor to become insolvent, then that transaction is subject to being unwound to recover some value for the creditors of the bankrupt entity. The last specialty topic that we'll cover is the use of PIL analysis to determine cram down interest rates. <clears throat> if a dissenting creditor threatens to derail confirmation of a plan of reorganization, the court can confirm the plan over the creditor's objections under certain circumstances. And one of the issues that caused dissent that threatens confirmation is the interest rate. And if the creditor believes the interest rate is too low to adequately compensate for the risk involved, there may be a hearing to consider whether the proposed plan can still be confirmed over that creditor's objection. And in the case of Till versus SCS Credit Corporation, the court offered a prescriptive method for dealing with these disputes. And we'll break that down a bit and consider the things that the court seems to want to see when uh, disputes over interest rates flare up. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the Knowledge Group Podcast. Don't forget, more information about Julia and Travis, our speakers for this event, will be found in the description box down below. You'll also find the full agenda of what they intend to cover on this August 20th event. 12pm Eastern Standard Time is when we'll be kicking things off, and if you can't make it, we will be recording this for on-demand playback at a time to suit you. So more information on how to register and either attend live or get that recording will be found in the description box down below. Don't forget about the code PODCAST25 for 25% off that very first webcast registration. Don't forget that was PODCAST25. And until next time, take care. Bye for now.